Did you know that AJ Mashaka from Allie and AJ was in a Christian movie? Yeah, that was Grace Unplugged. And this is Godfellas. Welcome to Godfellas, the small group that meets online. I'm Miss Hannah. I'm Mr. Zach. And today we are in for a real, real treat, a real good time um, as we discuss Grace Unplugged. And when you say good time, it's like the the Robert Pattinson movie, Good Time, and that it's not a good time for anyone. It's (laughs) It's ironic. (laughs) It's a good time with pals on uh, the second episode of Christian Girl Autumn. Woo! Yay! And also, first day of Starbucks holiday drinks. I feel like that fits the theme, so, um, yes. Anyway, today we are joined by two guests that you already know and love. Please welcome not only our good friends, but also very talented, gifted worship leaders, Mitchell Dupree and Olivia Bender, half of the sensational duo Ally and AJ. <laughs> Collectively, we are the yes. I think we are the ants. Yes. We're the ants. We're the ants. And they are. Yes, we court them for years. <laughs> and we never get our due in the book. We never get our due. Yeah. Hi, everyone! Hello! I appreciate that wonderful introduction. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, this episode focuses, I mean, we chose this for Christian Girl Autumn as it follows the main girl, Grace, but. <laughs> Can we tell them why we chose this one? Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, we were trying to find a fourth movie for Christian Girl yeah. Autumn, and I was at the library just like looking at the movies that they had, and I saw that one, and I'm like, this, we this must. has like. Yeah. This has everything. Yeah. Allie, not Allie, it has AJ. <laughs> yeah. The guy from Twilight. That's so Chris, Chris, spoiler alert, Chris Tom. Chris? <laughs> Whoa. It has Candace from Survivor. It has all the things that you would want. For those of you who didn't watch the movie yet and who haven't watched old seasons of Survivor, the, the mom in this movie looks just like a player named Candace from Survivor. So that's our big... But what she... She's also in something. She's she in, in the Saw movies. She's in the Saw movies, yes. Which <laughs> is very bananas she, she is Jigsaw's apprentice. She takes like, over the family business of killing yeah. people. She, but in you know, this but in, movie, she's teaching us to be oppressed by our husbands. So... <laughs> What's what's more horrific? You tell me, audience. Which is a scarier movie, Saw or Grace Unplugged? Submit to abuse. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, there's so much we're gonna get into. So I much. think to start though, not. I mean, of course, we're all friends here. We've all been on the pod before. But I think another thing is we're all worship leaders. So there's that whole aspect. And I think that we all have experience to speak into, of you know, leading a congregation, honestly and earnestly. Mitch and Olivia, how long have you two been leading worship? Gosh, I was a teenager when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I started in the worship band playing drums when I was like 11 or so, I think. Um, did that until I was probably 15. Um, then I started singing, and then I started playing piano. So I think I started leading probably six, seven. So uh, almost eleven years now. Yeah, something like that. So been a while, been a while. And um, I came to the church later on in life, and so my early church experience was more in a. Um, our church had brass band, so <laughs> I was more. I participated more behind the cornet. Um, more of the rip it, rip it, was more my jam. Uh, but <laughs> probably around like sixteen, seventeen, we started incorporating a little bit more contemporary worship. 
you know, a mighty to save here and there. Sure. Um, How great ev- for God. Everyone needs sure. compassion. Everyone <laughs> needs it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'd say probably started leading, leading, and leading. Um, I hesitate to say more seriously because I don't think that what I was doing before wasn't with serious attention. But um, more consistently, I would say like early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. It's interesting when you're like leading, like I'm doing air quotes, like yeah. when you're like a teenager, not to say you can't do it, many do, but yeah. like, it's just, it's interesting when someone that young is leading those who are, like, have gone through things they've not even dreamed of understanding yet, so. Yeah, and I would, I, I even hesitate to say leading because it was more of now we will sing our two contemporary worship songs and we need yeah. some And they that. will sing it, yes. yeah. And, and I don't want to discredit that or anything because I think it was still really beautiful. Yeah. What about y'all? What about Zach, you want to go first? Yeah. yeah, my first, like, just exposure was like, I think I was like maybe 10 or 11, just like my parents when they went to a church for to like preach or because we weren't always even though my parents are pastors there was like a brief period where they were like teaching in seminary so sometimes they'd be asked to like be guests and like our thing was like my dad could play guitar and my sister and mom could like really sing and i wasn't like comfortable just singing on my own so like i'd bring like a djembe or, or something like that and or if there was a drum set there i'd go play on that uh and then that graduated to like playing bass in a bunch of worship bands, playing drums in a bunch of worship bands. And then I think I started leading when I was like 17 at, at my church. And yeah. I've, <laughs> I, I was joking about it. Every church that I've gone to since, I've started playing bass and have eventually ended up be, being like the, the main yeah. worship leader. So I can't. And it's funny because Zach is a gnarly bassist. He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Zach and I had some connections too. Like our parents played in a band together when they were in seminary. Yeah, they they made a little worship band, and this was like that must have been the eighties, nineties, I guess, probably right. So early, no, I think eighties, yeah, eighties, yeah. Yeah, we were born in ninety three, and they were already, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I started leading worship around sixteen, I think. Mm. Um. And that was when I I am exclusively just a singer. I kind of dabble on piano, but I can't. It's it's not. I I crack under the pressure. I <laughs> I can't I can't deal with like thinking that I have to provide the music underneath my voice as well. So um, I've just started kind of playing piano on like the regular Sunday basis. Uh, but now with Zach, he's, you know, he's got that instrumental part covered with the guitar. Um, but what's interesting, I think, is recently I joined, not only do I lead on Sundays, I've joined a collective, like a worship collective, which has been an interesting experience of leading more so at like larger events rather than just church. Because then it's also like, okay, so now let's, let's, it's not just a Sunday morning, but now we're translating that into like, this is an event where we're all gathering and all the ins and outs of rehearsing and practicing. You want to make sure everyone's on the same page. They're playing the same thing. That's, we're going to talk about all this um, (laughs) with the movie, but, um, and what really, how do we prepare for worship? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I know, I gotta shout out my friend, Doug, who's, definitely given me a lot of opportunities to lead worship i know that zach sends you clips of the show sometimes so in case he sends this clip thank you doug so initial thoughts what did we think of this movie what stands out was it what you were expecting this movie to be about well i'll start by saying before we even started watching the movie mitch said hmm grace unplugged probably gonna be hometown girl gets really popular with the song goes to hollywood gets really hollywood is evil hollywood is evil you know what's not evil maybe maybe gets into partying (laughs) a little bit and then has to go back to her hometown and spoiler alert again that's the whole movie that is the movie movie. um i'll say i i haven't really seen a lot of like strictly christian movies like this is a pure flakes movie like that kind of thing until recently with um 
becoming friends with Zach. (laughs) 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 But this isn't the worst one that I've seen. No. And I also am a fan of Allie and AJ. So... That, that might that might far. be influencing a little Whoa. bit. <laughs> say it was the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen either. Every <laughs> Christian movie has, has these themes. Hollywood's evil? <laughs> really? In a Christian movie, we're gonna say that? Uh, same with like small towns are good and virtuous. Like you should listen to your parents. It's the same movie every time in a different package. So I was pleasantly surprised to see Kevin Pollock in this movie. That was a little nugget of joy for me. You- oh, Pittsburgh! Yeah, hello, Pittsburgh, hello! Uh, if you're not familiar with Kevin Pollock, he is the Hollywood exec in Grace Unplugged. Um, and I thought he was delightful. Uh, is the movie good? No. But I thought Kevin Pollock had a great time. So good for him. Good for him. Get your money, Kevin. Get your money. <laughs> Here's what I'll say about the movie. Maybe it's because I've been watching more. I said I wasn't going to bring up this episode. I've been watching more stuff like The Chosen where I'm like, oh, this isn't awful. So this movie, there were like so many moments and it's it's shame on me where I thought they set it up to go one way and I thought, oh, are you going in this kind of cool direction? Nope, we're going exactly where you were dreading we were going to go. But that kept happening in the movie, like, over and over again. Like, at the beginning, when she's, like, arguing with her dad, and she's saying stuff, I was like, she's bringing up some good points. Like, movie? Are you, like, going to say that the dad's not being a great guy? Nope, we're doing this. And, and then the later, dad I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah, and then later, I was like, oh, is she, like, actually going to do pretty well in Hollywood, and it's not going to be, like, a big issue? And maybe the, maybe the movie's, like, her dad has to learn about, like, hey, maybe, nope, not at all. <laughs> like, so there are so many times where I, and again, it's all my fault. Like, like Mitch said, like, you know what the movie is the minute it starts, but I think because... Maybe also we're in Oscar season and I've just been seeing so many good movies. I think my mind was set for like, I'm prepared for like my sub, my expectations to be subverted. Mm. And that's not what this movie does like at all. It's the most basic, straightforward piece of crap movie. I just don't think that Christian movies are often interested in telling a different story. Like, yeah, as soon as it started, like, oh, prodigal son. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the prodigal son. I just wish we would diverge a little bit from that. Like, you know, like there is a new version of the prodigal son story to tell. And I think that feeds into it quickly becoming a parody of itself. Just switch it up a little. Switch yeah. it up a little. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. I think there was one moment in like the middle of the film where Zach turned to me and he was like, why did AJ do this movie? And I was like, sometimes you just need a job, right? But the thing is, like, I know that she's had success nowadays. She was in, I mean, she's been in random stuff, but she was in the Goldbergs. And then her character got her own, like, spinoff show that I think is still, like, airing weekly on ABC. So, like, she's had, like, pretty good success since this. Since Grace Unplugged. So thank you, Grace Unplugged, for getting your own. (laughs) Lest we forget the decom cowbell. Cowbells. Amen. I don't like to. I don't like to include that <laughs> in the decom category. The Christians love this movie. Like, make no mistake. Really, this is one of their like finally a good one. Like in doing my research, their rhetoric was finally a good Christian movie. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me. Explain yeah, that. I, yeah. It's just like looking at it. They're like, I'm like because. AJ is like someone who's actually famous. Like, is that what you're talking about? Like, I think it feels that way a little bit. Even the the Twilight guy being in it, I was like, oh, they shelled out a little money. Yeah, yeah, some C-list celebrities. Yeah, because that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, well, aesthetically, it doesn't look like a movie. Like, the sound mixing was also really bad in this movie, which I never noticed. It's the first movie we've watched in three years of podcasting where I commented on the makeup being bad. I was like, wow, they all look so. Well, I think it's safe to say this movie was a rush. I was watching this like, whoa. 
second. All right. This movie anyway. made me want to have a potential breakup song with Christianity. Maybe we're having a potential breakup with this movie. It was my birthday. The movie starts, and I think it starts off by by sending um, a very pointed message. The first kind of scene that we see Grace in is she's leading worship with her dad. Yes. And then she starts singing really well. And then you can she's packing up her stuff and you can just tell how frustrated the dad is. There's tension. They get home and he starts yelling at her in her room about how she's too self-centered. Can I point out something? <laughs> this is something only I would notice, but I was watching. I was like, uh, here's what I took away from that scene. I was like, why does she have an under oath poster in her room? She doesn't seem like Saint Israel haste the day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Like, she a hundred percent does not listen to no. this artist. Yeah, no like, way. clearly, like someone raided like the poster bin at their Christian bookstore and they're like, goatee records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just such. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, the dad was so angry with her that I thought he was going to have a point. And, like, I thought there was actually going to be, like, Grace, you're doing stupid stuff like me when I know, I don't know, X, Y, and Z that you're, like, doing that's wrong. But basically, like, I'm like, you're mad that she's singing well? Is this before or after he gives her the true love waits ring nonchalantly? Th that was yeah, in her room. Yeah, I think it's the same scene. It's the same scene. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you're singing, really well. he's like, you're singing really well. By the way, you're not gonna disrespect my wife. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, I think to be clear, like, because uh, I agree with what you're saying of like it's ridiculous, but like the the movie is trying to portray her sin as yeah. singing. Um, selfishly being flashy, drawing attention to herself as a worship leader, right? Which, like, is a really interesting thing because that's kind of a big discussion in worship, right? right. Of, like, sure. mm -hmm. where is the line for, like, you know, performing performing versus, like, you know, drawing attention only to, to like, the Lord, I guess. Like, do you sure. remember that Don Moen video that he made where he was, like, teaching a band of, like, hey, play the way you would want to play. And then they all play really well. And then it's like, too flashy, too much. Whoa, 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 calm down. Uh, and it got like really viral because people were like, is this what Christian music is? Like, they just don't have fun. They're not allowed to like enjoy playing music and, and singing with each other. But I do yeah. think there is a, a line. So I don't know how to navigate that. Yeah, I've said before like being a worship leader should not be you making amends because your band from high school didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like this shouldn't be like, I'm settling as a worship leader because I can't make it musically anywhere else. It's like, like Zach, no. Zach is um, throwing some truth right now. Zach is really going for the heart. Sorry. <laughs> That's Natty worshiping yeah. earth. Yeah. My so, and so that's, that's my thing. The, the problem was like, I don't know. Like I wasn't getting that vibe from the scene where she's uh, singing. Well, I was it, like, yeah. she's just singing well. Up well. Yeah. Because yeah. There's nothing wrong with being good. You and should I, be. I also think it sets up a very tricky conversation because who are you, especially as like a parent, I know that people think, you know, with close relationships, this is where you can maybe, like you say, set the table for hard conversations. But the fact that he just accuses her of being so self-centered, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. who are you to say what your daughter's faith is like? Well, even like, that's her relationship with the Lord. So, like, well, even mm -hmm. again, what kind of drove me a little crazy is he doesn't he doesn't even start the conversation by saying, like, you're not singing for Jesus. He goes, we're up there singing like Chris Tomlin and you're singing like Renee Taylor. I was like, yeah. that's what you're mad about, that she doesn't sound like Chris right. Tomlin? Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. I think yeah. part of it, too, is knowing the context of your congregation, right? Mm -hmm. Because I said to Liv, uh, like, if she were on a stage, like a like a modern Bethel context or something with, like, eight singers, and you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be a big deal at all to go yeah. off, right? But when it's a small, like, country church or, like, Florida church or whatever, and everyone's kind of sitting down, and it's just you and your dad. I do see how it could be like attention drawing to be like really going in. Like it, you know, it would just be like I'm gonna take the solo real quick. Like I'm gonna go, like you know, like I'm gonna do some runs. Like you know, like I I do get what they're trying to portray, but it makes my heart a little bit sad because I do think we should be allowed to be expressive and yeah. worship. The Lord gives us musical ability. We should 
use that, right? right. So I don't know. It's a, it's a yeah. weird thing. Well, I mean, I even thought it was really stupid when he's like, I wanted you to play the piano, but you want to play the guitar. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. from a music standpoint, like, I get it. Like, yeah, it'd be nicer to, like, fill out the band. But I'm also like, well, if someone's not super, if someone's like, hey, I'm more comfortable playing guitar than I am piano, then I'll be like, all right, well, like, play what works for you. Play what's comfortable. That'll sound better. Yeah. yeah, and they set up in, 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 like a following scene that she's kind of defiant to her dad. I mean, are you going to put gas in the car? Oh my gosh! When yeah. she comes home and he literally is just sitting with his back turned to her and just goes, "Did you put gas in the car?" Like just so angry. I I don't see how you want me to root for him when he's so aggressive. Well, that's why the movie tricked me, and I thought like, oh, are they going to do like? Hey, maybe the dad is wrong, but nope. There was a moment of okay acting where the saw girl who was the wife yeah. um, said like, you drove her away. Yeah. And I, I was compelled by that. I was like, yeah, you kind of did. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't do anything with it. <laughs> and they're just like, no, nah, he was in the right. It, it's, it doesn't matter that she doesn't want to go to youth group. And the movie, to be fair, does bring it up. He's like, I was about to say, not- to be fair to this really abusive father, he does say it's not that he's, she's scared to yeah. touch the lie. But yeah, then he has this super weird thing where he's like, you want to lie to my wife. And I'm yeah. like, you mean my mom? She has no name here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's like my weird thing. Like, I don't know. Stop shaming people in the church because they age out of things. Yeah, and I mean, she's uh, like, I will say I'm very grateful for my parents always putting in like, I was a kid until I turned 18. And the day I turned 18, it was like, you're an adult, you make your own decisions. And now you're and I think that 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 was something I kept saying to Zach the whole time. I'm like, she's 18. She can do whatever she wants. Well, I know that's not everyone's family situation. So I think that's something also to be aware of. But you know, she it's not like her running away from home turns into like missing child because she's 18 like she can do this she can go off to hollywood which i guess leads into the next part dad's old producer comes back offers him an opportunity to re-sign with this label as long as you don't put any of that religious music on your album it's like i'm sorry do you know who still buys cds the christians um, no basically just christians and country yeah, Eyes, like, and this came out in 2010. Yeah. That was true then. That was yeah. true then. So it's like it's very silly that they're like, you know, this thing that makes money. Don't do that. It's like n- n- this is the movie like <laughs> having a persecution complex. Yeah. Well, and I said to live like in these Christian movies, it's always like anyone who's not religious is like can't like it, it drives me crazy. Everyone says uh, like keep that religion out of here. Like it's always like uh, they'll say like, oh, you're religious. You're re-, and I'm like. These people would just be like, no, you can't say anything Christian. Like, I know that's a small thing to nitpick, but it just makes, like, this persecution complex feel a little bit more like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone who's not religious hates us. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And, like, no, like, they would all, like, get, oh, they're Christian now and they go to church. Okay, cool. That's their thing. You know, like, it wouldn't be a weird foreign us versus them thing. It's Christians who create that weird versus us versus them thing. Not yeah. non-Christians. Yeah, because even like, and I also think on like a celebrity end, I see a lot of celebrities posting scripture. I mean, I don't know what their personal journey's like. They they at least talk about it. Like, you know, religion comes up in what they put online, what they say in interviews. Like, yeah, this is not something that people like condemn. But and, like, and again, the people who pay to who pay to go to concerts and who pay for their music still eat that stuff up so it would be like say more more be more christian please right yeah so she goes to hollywood she re-recorded her dad's song from the 80s it's a big hit and she gets signed with the label uh, sapphire Records. sapphire records it's starting and the movie wanted us to know that for some reason yeah yeah, yeah. we i i guess what she becomes bombarded with gigs. She has a with one team. song, by the way. With one song, like, what, yeah. Weird. She's got a band. She's got. <laughs> you gotta go on a radio tour with your own song. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, Thanks, everyone. Got- that was my four minutes. I'm done. <laughs> they give her an apartment. She's got like, she just bought a car, a little posse of people, like, you know, doing yeah. her hair, makeup. I don't see what's so. Well, wrong. wait a minute, Hannah. She, she had an alcoholic <laughs> beverage at, at an event one time. Yeah, so funny. Like, the, the first woman who comes in who orders a, a cocktail, it's, like, lingered on. They're like, yeah. I'll take a highball with ice and bitters or something. And then they're like, whoa, oh, I can't believe. Yeah. The standard champagne. Whoa. I'll take this real quick. Christian movies have this whole thing about, like, preaching this whole, like, don't over-sexualize women. And yet, some of the most overtly sexualized women in cinema that I've seen have been in Christian movies. Like when, this, so they hire a stylist for AJ's character Grace, who eventually becomes Gracie. They they hire a stylist for her, and the scene that she when they introduce her is literally a, a shot from like her legs going up her dress to her, and I'm like, what? yeah, because it's like, look how. Provocative. Yeah, the temptress this of the night is here. Wanted Jezebel like, on the back of the beast, like just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> like they were at a party though. Like yeah, right. She was dressed fancy. appropriately. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, like when shawl is not appropriate for a party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, this is completely unrelated. That misunderstood song. It's like, yeah, once it gets to the chorus, it's like, okay, but like it's that so whole good. verse and leading up, no it one would keep listening. Good. Yeah. No. It ain't good. No, yeah. the it's idea also- that that, the strength of that song <laughs> is, what is, is what is my yeah. nation. Yeah. And it yeah. was, and it was the most, the movie thinks it's so smart. Like the movie with the lyrics, the movie thinks it's so smart with like, Dad doesn't understand. I gotta try my own way. <laughs> I misunderstood. Well, Zach, I mean, the connection is right there. Compare this to what that thing you do, Tom Hanks' 1990 classic, right? The strength of the song "That Thing You Do" makes me believe. Oh yeah, that could be a that could be a one-hit wonder for sure. Yeah. That is a very catchy song. Yeah, again, that's one in the day and age where, like, I'm going out to buy vinyls. If I heard that song, yeah, I'd go buy the whole record. Like, and then I, yeah, sure, they seem like fun. I'd go check them out. The misunderstood song, I'd be like, I'd keep scrolling. I'd be like, you know, okay, whatever. Stick a gun sure. to my head and ask me to hop one bar misunderstood right now, and I'm a goner. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it be just watch. I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm getting go. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I felt like so much of this, like... Also, did you notice all her band is wearing, like, black? And they're all, like, very, like, brooding, like, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we have long hair. And we're it was yeah. funny, they all had, like, scenester hair. Yeah. It was very early 2000s. Very. I, there was something about it where I think just, they want to, Kevin Pollack, whose actual character name I can't remember, um, they just try to paint him as this bad guy the whole time. And I'm like... He's got a job to do? Like, I don't... Well, well, the whole whole thing where he's like, hey, you said you could write songs. Where are your songs? And the movie wants us to be like, how dare he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because then, like, even later in the movie when when she's like, okay, I can't write songs. He's like, cool, if you had told me that, we'd hire you a writer. And I was like... We have writers. Yeah, we're on the label. I felt like I... Again, I felt like I was insane when I was watching it because I was saying the whole time, well, is it going to be her music is really good? or what are they doing because the plot point goes nowhere that she can't write songs except that it's a payoff in the end when she does that song at church which is like C a very bad song I thought to myself you still don't write songs Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. Stick to it as well. Can we talk about uh the her pick me assistant? Like Quentin uh, or Yeah, Quentin. Was it Quentin? Yep. Quentin. Pilot guy. Yeah. Gaslight guy. Gaslight guy. Gaslight. I said we should call this movie Gaslight and Grace. That's that's (laughs) genuinely uh, stick to the patriarchy. Everyone in this whole movie, I'm just (laughs) like, because he like Zach was kind of saying like 
there's so many like instances where you're like, oh, are they going to go this way with the movie? And then they're like, oh, no, we're back where we thought we would be. Um, as as AJ says in her song, back where we thought we would be. Um, <laughs> but like when he comes in, we're like, oh, nice guy. Like just like a nice, normal guy works at the thing, you know. Though like, I'm going to start by saying this. He wants to be with his he oh, is a I, real yeah, mom and He loves oh. his mom. In <laughs> one thing. And do you want to come over to dinner with me and my mom? And my mom's my favorite person. Did you get the book that my mom bought for you? She sewed my clothes. The first interaction that they have, you're like, oh, kind of nerdy, kind of geeky, just like an intern that works a thing. Yeah. You know, normal, normal guy. And then the second one, you're like, mm, a little creepy mom, like mo- mommy, mom vibes. mommy yeah. vibes, mommy dearest, but. Okay, whatever. Then by the third interaction where he's like, maybe you just don't love God enough, Grace. I don't know. Maybe it's a you problem. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, there's it's this, like you don't know this woman that well. Like, well, like, well, like yeah. two things from him. There's the scene where like I, he finds like alcohol or like he found something or other in he her bag. He found lingerie. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And Which and is, then he's like, oh, I thought you were here to be like a light in the industry. And I'm like, you work for the same record label, buddy. So don't get on your high horse right Right now, like, right. like you're taking right. a check from the same company, like, right. right? But then my other thing, and this is a little unrelated, but he says to her, he's like, the exact words were, "I don't remember what your dad said when he performed at my church, and that like saved my life, but oh, it felt so good." And I was like, I had to take a breath because I was like, that's like the problem with modern Christianity. It's that it's not what is being preached. It's how it's being preached. This guy gives me like John Matthew vibes. Like (laughs) I was saying to Mitch, like, you know, Gracie walks in and he's like, I just need to take a moment to come over and tell you that uh, the Lord told me that you were going to be my future wife and that you were going to that you were going to mother our eight children. And uh, I can't wait for you to be my smoking hot wife. So uh, I'll see you later, Gracie. <laughs> like very much that kind of. Yeah. It's just yeah. gross. Same thing. He wrote. It, he. Oh gosh. Um, there was that when I was at um, in undergrad. Um, someone came up to me and asked me if I wanted to do worship full time, as like with my life. And I was like, Yeah, I think that would be great if I can. You know, if that's where my life leads to. And they're like, Yeah, because you know, like so many churches need a woman to like back up the man who's like the main worship leader. And I was like. Okay. And as soon as that guy came on the screen, I went, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. That's him. That's like, you, yeah, that's yeah. who it is. Secondary to your dad, your whole life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I feel that, like there's a part of me, I didn't grow up um, a young man in the church. So I, there's a lot of experience I don't have with that, but it, it makes me feel for like young guys who like watch stuff like this because that's how young Christian men are depicted, you know? And yeah. some and for some that means oh this is what i should aspire to and for others it means a life of trying to fight that stereotype you know and yeah. fight against well, these things that have been said you know about them so well and i think it's also where a lot of guys learn how to be ma- manipulative i think one, one my final comment about him is like sir this is your job like you can't go into her apartment and start commenting on like your opinions about her personal life like if that was any other person, they could have like reported you to their like well, yeah. supervisor of like. Yeah, this is just he's an intern. Yeah, yeah. Like, realistically, he fired in a moment. Realistically, like, she's ahead of a department by the end of the movie, which yeah. is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, if she said like one of the interns is making me uncomfortable, and she's like their new rising star, they'd be like, "Cool, see ya, oh, bye." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll fire them. Yeah. Literally, wouldn't even use the word "fired" for an intern. <laughs> like, yeah, what's yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think the other thing that gets me is the. I, I, I get the piece of like dad something happened with alcohol and dad and he ended up in jail okay. very ambiguous party too hard but um and then there was the piece of her drinking i mean i don't think it was having good, a drink while like, she's writing trying to write her song yeah yeah but yeah. the whole thing about the purity ring goes yeah. nowhere goes nowhere it's just like yeah. a reminder for the audience, like, hey. Stay pure. Well, the only other payoff we get, and it's not even a payoff, is when we get a three-minute prayer montage at the end, and her hands are crossed, and you can see her now wearing oh, the ring. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. only other thing we get. Yeah. Well, when she's dating. With the guy, yeah, that she dates. Of like, yeah. 
will I have sex with Bontai? I don't know. I don't know what I believe anymore. Like, yeah. she never really crosses any lines or, like, has to face well, consequences yeah. for her beliefs, so... Yeah, well, there's a scene where the guy from that show's version of, like, Dawson's Creek or whatever, he's, like, on the phone. He's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm probably going to seal the deal tonight. <laughs> and I was like, no, who talks like this? Like, He stood for a minute on the phone and said, yeah, I'm manipulating her. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> just, like, in total earshot, too. Like, he just, like, goes in... Be, like audience, if you've not seen this movie, it's not like she walks by the bathroom and he's too loud. He's just out in the open, just like yeah, I'm gonna do. He's not this. having a human conversation. Yeah, our publicist set it up, but I don't care about her at all. Just to be clear, everyone in the audience. I mean, on the other end of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh boy. Well, they finally give her some writers, and they say we're gonna write some songs for you. And she says, "Not what is the what's the song called? Please, like one fast one fast night. One, one, one fast, fast night. night. Very good. What do we say? We're like, is this what Christians think of? Like what yeah. dating culture is like? Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh man, yeah, this is what Christians think. Yeah. Well, like, and the Renee songs are just like, I just want to kiss you on the lips before we're married. I yeah. just want to hold your hands in the movie theater. <laughs> kiss you with a little tongue. <laughs> I don't know why Renee Taylor sounds like Chad Kroger from Nickelback in my mind, but you know. spoiler alert—they oh are the same person. They are the same person. Oh, oh can wow. we can we talk about my favorite moment where um we we skipped over it, but where the dad is just like, well, I guess she left, and the wife's like, you just you gotta let her go, and he like just like destroys the luggage. <laughs> Why is this man? This man's angry all the time. Ditching youth group for a movie is not the point. But that little song and dance that you gave your mother, look at me. That little song and dance you gave your mother down there about youth group was great. You will not disrespect my wife like that, not in this house. These lies, this pattern. You know it's sin, Grace. If he's not running, he's screaming. Well, not to jump to the end of the movie, but to jump to the end of the movie. um, Like, everything is so hoity-doity and fine and everything at the end because now she's getting married off to Mr. Gaslighting Twilight Guy. She's hanging out with Tom. It's okay. It's okay for them to hold hands because they're engaged to be married and for her to call a baby and to give him a kiss before she goes on stage. But I'm just like, what is, like, what's the message? What's, like, what are we... Well, here's another, here's another thing about what's the message, too, that I, that I bumped on is when her boyfriend comes in the room and he's like, I just got the call. Sapphire Records just opened a Christian music division. I'm like, so the label that you were like, they tried to, like, in her, from her perspective. They threatened yeah, God. Th- well, no, like, in her perspective, like, they tried to make me do things I was uncomfortable doing, yada, yada, yada. Now they open a Christian label and you're like, oh, good. Because there's no other record labels in the world that you could that you could be signed to. Meanwhile, Chris Tomlin is literally sitting across from you in the movie and you're opening, like, are you kidding me? Like, that's are the thing I was like. The movie's just stupid, is the thing. The movie's just stupid. Yeah, like the part where they were like, where she was like, I don't want a new image. I want to be me. Like, do you not think that like Phil Wickham and Chris Tomlin don't have a team that's like, oh, yeah, dress like this. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Right. Yeah. The one of the things that made me like a little kind of uh, or like buck on is like, there's this, I want to say subtle, but maybe not so subtle, like undertone of like, or message, I guess, of like, if your job is not in ministry well, in yeah, some right. capacity, then you are sinning and you're yeah, doing it yeah. for your own interest yeah. and it's not okay. And you can't be doing God's will unless you are in, you know, the, the Christian, you know, sector of this music label, mm-hmm. or if you're full-time worship leader or anything like that, like, I thought that the movie would, was going to go there for a second, um, go the opposite way when the dad says something like, 
um, when he comes, when he flies out to see Grace and says something like, you know, if you want to do all this, like if you want to, you know, that's fine. It's just how you did it going behind our backs and leaving without telling anybody that that's not okay. And then it doesn't really do anything else from there, but it just made me feel like <sighs> there's, there's so many people who are, you know, the world who are doing or feel like they're doing God's will, feel really, you know, convinced of that or feel very moved of that, that are not in ministry positions at all. You know, there's Here's the other stupid thing. She clearly, we see her trying to write a worship song at the beginning. It's not working. Then you see how jazzed up she gets about recording her dad's old song. It's like clearly one of these like you're enjoying and you're passionate about and one of these is clearly forced and she ends up doing the one that's clearly forced at the end of the movie which mm-hmm. well, because it's a Christian movie and I then get it. The whole thing is like once she's right with right with God air quotes then she can write a, a good song air quotes and then she doesn't even write her own music at the end, like she's literally right. singing like an already written song as if right. like, she can't write music anymore. Like, yeah, like, what? What's the tracking here? Like, well, and, and also it's the thing of like the whole movie. She said, I don't want to play the piano. And now she does. And I was like, and that feels a little like, you know, there's the people like, well, you can't have you can't do church music without an organ. You can't do church music without a piano. Yeah. Like that yeah, felt, felt a little yeah. bit like this is the traditional instrument versus like her rock and roll guitar. Like, yeah. Also, I would not bring my dad on stage. Okay. There. Yeah. No. He's a bad man. <laughs> Who is? Her the dad. dad. Like she brings the dad on at the end. Like, no. You were the one yeah. saying like also do you think like Chris Tomlin watched this movie and was like insulted that they were saying the whole time that like a music career is bad and then at the end it's okay? Nope. Like nope. I don't I don't think he I think he just counted his money from this movie and and not to say he's like a cynic. I think he probably loves the message of this movie. I think Chris Tomlin's probably on board with the message of this movie. I think that's why he probably gave it his endorsement by being in it. So no, I don't I don't think he's offended at all. And I think too, like I think we just have to be like Christians just have to be real about like I Christian music is not like what you think it is. Not that it's bad, but like, you know, I uh, uh, weirdly enough, I've run into a lot of Christian artists like on concert days and the amount of people I've seen who are like wearing a disguise so people don't recognize them or behind the scenes not talking to anyone because, you know, or requesting a different hotel room because it didn't meet their standards. Like they still do those same like stereotypical things that you think happen. And it's just it's it's you know. I, I can't speak into that. I don't know why their perspectives are the way they are, but I'm just saying, like, we can't just say all these things in general are bad, you know? People are people, and the title, like, Christian artist does not make you a good person. Grace Unplugged, y'all. Grace Unplugged. Grace Unplugged. <laughs> is it so, time to unplug Grace Unplugged? Is it time to unplug Grace Unplugged? Mm. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our... Manners. Just like when they offer you day-old munchkins, when I offer you more Grace Unplugged, will you say... <laughs> will you say... Hey, Olivia, do you like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> a yes, please, or a no, thank you. Olivia, we've got the munchkins. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I'm going to say no, thank you. Um... There's a lot of other donut places out there, and um, I am a big fan of donuts, and I don't want to spoil my appetite with this day-old um, donut. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say no thanks. Um, no thanks this time. Yeah, Mitch. What about you? I actually began my donut journey. We're not just good talking about donuts. But I began my donut journey um, getting munchies from Tim Hortons. And then I started going to other donut places when I was a teenager. It was my first act of autonomy when I got a, a license. I have fun placing my heart for Tim Hortons munchies. But this movie was bad, so no, I don't want it. Um, <laughs> uh, here's, here's, here's the deal. 
it it exemplifies a lot of problems for me within the Christian movie industry. Mm. Like, let's throw a little money and get a C-list celebrity. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it reinforces a lot of like really harmful patriarchal, uh, you know, stereotypes. Like, gosh, did the mom say even like I can't remember her name? I'm sorry, but like she didn't say like ten words. Wife, right? Her yeah, name wife. was wife. My wife, to be yeah. specific. <laughs> um, you know, it's. It's there's a lot of insidious things too that I said to live off mic that I probably wouldn't say here, but I think the movie is, is trying to make some nasty implications. Uh, so, so yeah, I think it's harmful. It's it's not a good movie, first and foremost. Um, and I just maybe I think we can do something more creative. I think we can we can tell that prodigal son story differently, right? Like let's get a little bit out of the box. Uh, you know, especially for a movie that's about writing and creativity, like, can we just switch it up a little bit? The other thing I'd say, too, is, like, for a prodigal son story, she never really falls. Like, it doesn't really go into the depth of... And I'm not saying I would relish that and would want to see that, but, like... There's real problems that happen to people. On the road. Day. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so many famous artists uh, who are wonderful, gifted people, um, like, passed away prematurely because of the allure of some of those things uh, in that life. And I think this movie is just like, it's just like every other Christian movie we talk about. It's toothless, it's not willing to actually say something. So it's a waste of time. So, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> if you've not heard the story of the prodigal son in a while, it is the story of, you know, a son who goes out and discovers life for his own and, and does it by like trying to rebel against everything he's taught. Like he blows his money on this and that. And then finally, after he hits rock bottom and comes to his senses, he goes home. The part of the story that is perhaps the most moving to some is that there's a father who loves his son so much that he allows him to go and like have those experiences. He like, you know, doesn't try to fight against his son's free will. And we see the dad in this movie, if he's supposed to represent God, um, no, no, like just no, just straight up. No. Also moving on, the story ends or doesn't end, but the midway point is the son is coming home and the father sees his son from so far off that he runs to him because he loves him so much. He doesn't make him get up in front of everybody on Sunday and right. bear his right. shame and sing yes. some terrible song that he wrote because yes. that is humiliation. And I get that, the, you know, the Bible yes. talks about like when you've done something wrong, like confessing it to Reconcile. your own. Yeah. This wasn't what that was. This was you need to say you're sorry to the congregation. Yeah. So if it's a prodigal son story, I think they utterly, utterly failed. And even to go into what Mitch says, she doesn't do anything that bad. So, By the way, I love what you're saying. Yeah. There is a version where all they would have needed to do is add a scene where they make the connection that your heavenly father has given you an abundance of gifts musically, right? And that that's what she is somehow squandering. Still a weird message, but at least there would have been a connection that like her dad's not perfect, right? But like she's potentially squandering God-given, you know, gifts and blessings by using the music, you know, to, to make fun. That's a, at least a trackable evangelical message. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's not what they did. They, they, if, if I'm to believe that her dad in this movie is the dad who is the father of the prodigal son, yeah, I'm with you, Zach. No way. Yeah, no so way. It, it fails there. As a movie, it fails. You can't remember any of the songs that were in this movie about a musician. Um, the performances aren't good. It's not well written. It's not well directed. I enjoyed Kevin Pollock in the movie, but like, you know, <laughs> the film. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, realistically, like nothing about this movie is, is like good. Well, I think I'm going to take those munchkins and throw them in the trash and then set the trash on fire because I don't think anyone should eat these. <laughs> wow. I didn't mention this, but there was a point where I actively walked out of my house during this film. Like I went to the front door and walked outside because I needed to cool off. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it just really irritated me. And I really don't like 
I really don't like when we try to say where people are in their own faith journeys. I think that's wrong. I think mm-hmm. it sends a really harmful message. I do think it's gaslighting. I know we've talked about this throughout this. I think that a relationship with someone in the Lord is just between someone and the Lord. We bring in mentors. We bring in people that we want because we trust them. Right. No one who is not in that close circle should have any sort of opinion on our relationship. And I think that the men who are the ones that are judging not to like it's Christian girl, Autumn, I got to talk about this. Like that, you know, we talked like, the men her dad and her then husband are the ones who are talking about how how much of a horrible christian she is and i think it's disgusting and i don't think it's a good message to send to people your relationship with the lord's your own leave it at that i also think that people can sing well if they if they're leading worship i think as we've said at the beginning it's all about the context of your congregation you know um what, the the band that you put together you know how many instruments who's involved it definitely depends on how many people are there and what's kind of the setting what's the approach you take you know yeah. it's a lot of effort goes into that working with the pastors working with we have someone at my church who like puts together like an outline of the service every week what up carol carol jodis um like we <laughs> you know it's it's different for it's different for everybody so mm-hmm. i think that we can't send one general message about worship has to be a certain way because it is so different and i think if you want to sing well i fully believe that like the holy spirit can convict people to sing a certain way you know like try me you know i think that the holy spirit can reside in people's talents their guitar playing their drumming their singing so if the lord wants to move in that way he'll do it you know So we are going to play a classic, classic game. The first game we ever played on here, I almost called it, is it really, uh, on Godfellas. Uh, This is called Yay or Nay Indie Folk Edition. I don't remember Yay or Nay. That was the one where I I played some of like a hip hop song and you had to tell me if it was Christian or not. Oh, easy peasy. Yeah. 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 So, uh, same thing. I'm going to. Oh, that'll, that'll be hard, though, because <laughs> Christian music became Mumford and Sons for yeah. a decade. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really yeah. <laughs> I think this. I'll be curious to see how this one shakes out. But uh, here we go. You you are all uh, competing or a team? Well, how would we compete? I don't know. I guess we would individually get points, and then yeah. if we disagree, we stick to our guns. I don't yeah. really care. Let's be a team. Be a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. It does make the dream work. All right, here is here is song. (laughs) Oh shoot, I forget. (laughs) No, I remember now. Okay, here we go with (laughs) here we go with song number one. Can you hold it up to me? Well, it seems to play the same old piece to play along Cause the audience never listened to her mermaid song That's empty This is my Christian Yeah, this is an indie song Yeah, yeah I was going to say nay as well Too particular an affect Yes um, You know what I mean? Like, No, I know that sounds like pretentious, but like like the whole like Lauren Daigle type of singing and like popular Christianity, very recent. Like it's not like there weren't a lot of indie style singers. Like it was just kind of JJ ge- Heller. Yeah, it was very generic <laughs> for a long time. So that could I don't listen to Hosier the way you do. That could be Hosier. That's not Hosier. I know. I'm just saying. Are you are you agreeing? I'm agreeing. That is a song called the original. By, I apologize if I if I butcher the name, Rue Pains, Rue Pans, and uh, that is not 
a Christian song. Mm-hmm. Good job. Well done. Well done. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Moving on to uh, song number two. Christian. That's Christian. That's some rudimentary Christian nonsense. The last song talked about Easter. I don't know. Yeah, that is. Play a little more. Play a little more. I want to hear it. Yeah, it's clearly, it's like when a kid tells you about a movie that their dad was watching. This is kind of like this. What's the song, though? It's called Oh Sing by the Native Sibling. There you hmm. go. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Uh, song number three. Met a ghost of a king on the road when I first fell. Fire burning to my knees, to my knees I fell Met a ghost of a king on a road Words of fire It's Christian That's actually harder for me Because sometimes like Pop, indie pop now Like that didn't sound very culty to me It sounded a little more poppy Yeah Um, like that could be like freaking Ryan Petter for all I know. Like you know what I mean? Like you never know. Like they sometimes will like Ed Sheeran, like he's got a couple yeah. songs like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like did this was this lifted from the liturgical calendar? So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean I'll I'll vote with you because I trust you. Oh but if I'm wrong then I'll blame. I was thinking Christian as well, because I heard the 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 picking yeah. in the beginning and I was like not Christian. And then the <laughs> lyrics started and I went, Christian. Christian. King. Fire. Yeah. Knees. Knees. Yep. Falling. Yep. A lot of songs All about being on your knees. <laughs> Christianity. Yeah. Also, the guy's voice just kind of mm. seemed Falling very... Well, uh, that is The Grey Havens... Uh, with their song "Ghost of a King," and that is a Christian song. I was say, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny because I know the Grey Havens actually, but I couldn't remember when you said that if they were Christian. And I'm like, <laughs> this is easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right, uh, here's the here's the next song. Is it good? This is the song you sent me the other day, isn't it? I did. Let me cut to where you start singing a little bit. Oh, a little bluegrassy. Yeah. And my blood. Feel it burn in my eyes. Now, this is secular. You're saying it's secular? Yeah. Wait, 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 recognize this voice like i don't yeah. know if this is like joe purdy or like someone like that like definitely familiar sounding and that's gonna well, I, i'm struggling with this one i feel there's a sneaky Go thing about it that i think is christian Go there. Ooh. all right let's split let's split up the party let's split it <laughs> we'll, we'll split the vote that is a song called the flood i'm, I'm probably gonna butcher this last Sounds name Christian. By Joshua Hyslop, Hislop, and uh, I feel like I know that name. H y s l o p, and that is not a Christian uh, song. Was he at Interland? I can't remember. That's Anyways, a, yeah. Yeah. that was tricky. That's tricky. It was. And here we go with the uh, the final song. If it's dangerous, I'm <laughs> Why would it be dangerous? It's not, it's not a play. We're not making a playlist. It's been almost ten years now, but I held on. I held on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that? 
thing about people singing in cursive because this is what they say. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm, I liked her voice at first because it reminded me of the Weepies a little bit, and then it it's stopped sounding like years. the Weepies really fast. It's been 10 years now. <laughs> yeah. So, what we're saying, Christian? Falling on the ground. Um. Uh, no, I feel like it can be secular. Can be sneaky. Yeah. Mm. Can you play a little more? Sure. Please. For all this time I have believed. Yeah. That it was me. But it was you. That it was me. If she says, but it was you, it's Christian. I thought that I'd get lost somehow. Okay. That sounds more secular. Yeah, see, yeah. that sounds secular. Yeah. But it could also be Christian. I'm leaving secular. We have so many love songs. Well, especially with folk music, which is like so spiritual sometimes on its own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think of people like, there are, I think, Christian artists nowadays that do have a little bit i don't want to say ambiguous but you know you sure. could relate it like i know chris renzema is an artist i really like and he his most popular song how to be yours is about the lord but a lot of people play it as like an oh, under, well, under even Lauren, song of like even Lauren Diggle Diggle song. Diggle, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. people are like you say i i'm like you know that she's talking about god right not yeah. like your boyfriend ambiguous about who it's about we know you know they know but like well, you joke, like, hey, it's very clear to me, but apparently it's not to everyone. I mean, so it could, it could sound. Not at all. I mean, we all know the girl that I am talking about. Yeah, to. not in every song. <laughs> Most no. Most so so what, are, what are we saying? I'm saying secular. I'll go with secular. Well, that is a song called Ashes by oh, the goodies and that is a christian song as soon as you said, uh, okay. as you said ashes <laughs> as soon as you said ashes we knew the 10 years now uh, that's that concludes uh <laughs> that concludes game that that was i think the most um split we've been on a on a yay or nay which again it's it's tricky because like the old hymns are like so cleverly written <laughs> that yeah. sometimes there's like uh, i don't know well and like as soon as Run Collective came on the scene, I feel like everything just turned. It's it's very folky now for a while. Oh yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know it's it's tough. Yeah, everyone's stomping. You know, everyone's using like an accordion in their worship sets. Everyone's, everyone's old crow medicine show. Everyone's old crow medicine mm-hmm. show all of a sudden. You know. Anyway, <laughs> all in all, Grace unplugged. Um, I think our understanding is watch it if you want to have um, a bad time and you and know what $4 on Amazon you have to pay for it. yeah it's not free unless you have like pure flicks or a library card or a library card yeah. watch it if you'd like having fun isn't hard when you've got a library, library. card mm-hmm. maybe watch Arthur instead mm-hmm. you know um yeah, anything anyone wants to plug before we wrap up? I would like to plug um, Ali and AJ's new music um, much better um, than Grace Unplugged and um, free on Spotify. Uh, and I would also like to plug um, a couple of seasons of Survivor with Candace on them, yes. but not Cook Islands because you won't like her yeah. on it. And Any other season, she's great. Yes. So, yes. Love that. Yes. And the premise is not good. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to plug this most recent season of Survivor also. It's very good. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, it's good. Unbound, which is the worship collective I'm a part of. You can find the music on Spotify, on Apple on Amazon Music um, and since the holidays are coming up if you want to look up Unbound Away in a Manger that's a single of mine so I recommend it and next week we'll be talking about The, the Crucible, Crucible. Oh. 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 Hey. I like that yeah, the ultimate Christian good. girl autumn with <laughs> Abigail Williams um, 
can we say who's gonna who are the guests on that yeah, episode? Because I'm very excited. Them. Hey, did you like our episode about the Green Knight? Oh, you didn't listen to it? Well, go do that. Uh, Kate McGonagall is coming back, and our good friend Skyla Bussy, and we are going to talk about the Crucible. We're gonna have a real good time. Nice. <laughs> Crucible's our next one, and we got a fourth one to finish out Christian Girl Autumn. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, until next time, I've been Miss Hannah. I've, I've been yeah. Mr. Zach. Um, I've been Olivia. Go and check um, the other. Yes, and I've been Mitch. Because it's my name! <laughs> well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never AJ, just because we didn't like this movie does not mean that we don't like you. I just want to say that we still support Allie and AJ as musicians. Thank you. That's the official Godfellas statement. Maybe she'll be on our Christmas special, which is about 